Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you live from the beautiful Sunshine Coast in the Cathet region, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klahoman Nation. I will be your host, uh, Maureen Reed, and I am an astrologer. And coming online for, oh, hit recording. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh dear. Anyway, yes, we are recording. Oh, and it didn't do it. What? Why is it not doing this? Oh, no, it did it. It did it? Okay, record on this computer. Okay. Oh, I know why, because I'm not hearing it. Am I not hearing? Am I hearing you? Yes. Not hearing me? Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Piscean beginning. Oh, it's a perfect Piscean beginning. And uh, so this is Jill Kirby, my astrologer friend from Victoria. And um, today, if you want to follow along with the charts that we, <clears throat> excuse me, will in theory get to later, uh, you need to just go to my website, cardinalastrology.ca. <clears throat> and under the radio tab, uh, we are on episode 127. And so because this month is this 164-year moment where we have a mashup of Jupiter, Neptune, and Venus all in Pisces, yay, um, we're going to have a look at just kind of do a deep dive, uh, if that's possible, which it is because it's very watery, um, and into even the ether level because <laughs> Pisces has this quality um, that um, will transcend time probably more than likely well, I think so. I think I think it is it is ether in, in the, in yeah. sense that it is that out of which everything comes right? exactly exactly yeah um, that, that makes it pretty hard to pin down exactly but we did, and we have in astrological, you know, whether this is sun sign astrology, pop psychology, that kind of stuff, um, lots of uh, misconceptions, of course, there are for every sign. Some of the more common ones for uh, Piscean energy is extremely sensitive and emotional, poor boundaries, wishy-washy, uh, can't distinguish between fantasy and reality, escapists, romantics, very spiritual, can even be psychic. Um, they like to rescue people or they can be the victim that needs rescuing. Extreme uh -huh. religious sentiments, devotional sentiments, art and artsy, visionary, metaphysics, and some even align science with Pisces just because of good old Einstein. He was a Pisces. Go figure, hey? Compassion and kindness. So, I mean, there's always grains of truth in any of the sort of simplistic, yeah. Yeah, off. I think that, you know, all of those qualities are part of it. Yeah. But not the whole of it. And, yeah. And not everybody exhibits all of those qualities in a... No, those. exactly. So, you know, it's... Um, as soon as you start adding in uh, the rest of the planets in a person's chart, um, but in particular, this between, I think it's the 5th and the 14th, there are going to be people arriving on the planet that will have 
this combination in Pisces. Oh, I hope I live long enough to meet some of them. <laughs> Actually, I could because I've got a quilter friend whose daughter still hasn't given birth. So we're, yay. <laughs> she, she missed the besieged Venus, which is good. <laughs> anyway, so um, what is it about Pisces? So it's considered uh, the temple of Jupiter. So that's the old um, astrological rulership. It's a watery, so it's one of the three water signs. Um, it's double-bodied, and any of the mutable signs were considered double-bodied in that they had dual natures. They weren't, um, you know, sort of a fixed sign is fixed, right? A cardinal sign is is moving. and But, yeah, when you come to the mutable signs, they cannot be really pinned down. Yeah. Um, sign of the fish. Okay, so it's a combination of light and dark. And how that plays out over the course of a seasonal year, which is what tropical astrology is based on, um, there we get our first intimations of what Piscean energy is all about. Because we've come from the winter solstice, the darkest of the dark, but we're coming towards the light. And the moment where light is going to take over is, of course, the transition to Aries, out of Pisces. So there's this moment where, you know, it's like the dawn and, um, and you know, which is sort of a perfect metaphor for, you know, the emotional side of Jupiter, you know. That. Well, and I think it's why we see it as the last of the signs. It gives birth to the new cycle. Exactly. Beginning. Exactly. I mean, Aries is really probably was always intended to be the beginning of the year. And actually, I was just reading yesterday, I think, that the, the April Fools comes from when Pope Gregory decided to bring in the Gregorian calendar. Oh, okay. Okay. Because okay? he used to start in it, you know, he used to start with this, the, the vernal equinox. Right? Oh, okay. Huh. That was the new year. And so. Yeah. Changed to January, February, March, etc. Yeah, and those who clung to the old calendar were called fools. Oh, is oh, isn't that interesting? Because if you go even back further, back to you know when the style of astrology that I'm studying now, Hellenistic, when it was happening, their uh, beginning of the year uh, was the Cancer equinox. Right? Well, and that makes or sense solstice, or, which I always get those backwards. That kind of yeah, stuff, so. you know, because that's the flooding of the Nile. The and, yeah, 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 exactly. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, found that interesting. Just yeah, no, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, the rationale behind how uh, one way of approaching the rationale behind how we view the signs is through this uh, whole seasonal thing. And, um, you know, so we've got, uh, you know, after Virgo comes the dark of the dark, and then, you know, we get the full dark, and then we get the dark going towards the light, and then, you know, that's when we hit the Piscean piece. Um, and so um, the nature of prevailing or pervading darkness um, that is trying to hand over to the light Right. And so there, I guess, is where they come up with this dual nature, you know, our 
Yeah, I think I think what comes up for me with that image of the two fish is like the yin yang. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, you know, each like each part of that symbol, the dark contains part of the light. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I like that. Yes. 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 You know, because it is kind of yeah sort of. Yeah, and the flow is the line in between, which is exactly yeah. what any of the mutable signs will do, right? Yeah, they yeah. hit an obstacle, they, you know, uh, just by passing by, they wear it down, but they just pass by. <laughs> yeah, well, and they adapt. It's a, yeah. mutable, adaptable, so so it's uh, able to turn on a dime kind of thing. And yeah. Just goes the other way if you have to. Yeah, exactly, and turn on a dime they do following a piscean um uh yeah following pisces is is uh definitely an exercise in faith (laughs) especially if they're driving or giving directions oh my god (laughs) well and and of course that is that's the highest expression of pisces is the people who are take the spiritual path basically Yeah. and develop their spiritual connection to divine whatever however they define that yes um because yeah. otherwise it can you know i think i think this this world is very difficult for piscean neptunian people i think so too think yes yes the world of solid everything is concrete everything yeah. is limited and has boxes around it yeah they have that all is everything and you can't live in that because, you know, you have to have some definition. Yes. But living in this concrete boxy world is really difficult. Yes. Yeah. My my one friend who, um, she's got Scorpio rising and she's got Venus, the sun and Mercury in Pisces. And yeah, for her, that conversation, do I stay or do I go? Um, I've heard her speak of that throughout her life. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 They... No, it's it's a, it's a, you have to have faith because otherwise I think you can fall into the despair. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have you know, and so they're having that belief in in the goodness of the universe, whatever it is. Yes. Gets you through, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because there is the light. Yes. Even in the dark. Even in the dark, yes. So, yeah, exactly, the yin-yang symbol. Um, Was it Leonard Cohen says that, you know, there has to be a crack to let the light come through? Exactly. <laughs> Another excellent, I don't know if he had Pisces. He must have had some Pisces. I, I have looked at his chart, but that was quite some time ago. Okay, so Mercury, the flip side, um, you know, so we've got Jupiter ruling both Pisces and Sag, and then opposite that is Mercury. And it's like Mercury... Um, takes it all apart, looks at it, plays with it, and then Jupiter brings it back together again um, in Sag into the more uh, fervent, um, you know, this is the way, the truth, and the light. Whereas with Pisces, it takes it even further, right? It's yeah. not, um, you know, it's it's even beyond the, um, uh, you know, codified religious scenario yeah, Sag is, is a broader perspective but it's still an, a worldly perspective yes yes exactly and, exactly and Pisces is the otherworldly perspective or the beyond the yeah worldly 
Yeah. Which is, you know, it's a tough place, like I say, for a lot of people, especially in our culture where it's all about using the mind. And yes, yes. Yeah. Whereas in places like India, um, you know, that that spiritual dimension um, is far more pervasive. And so I suspect that, you know, the- yeah, and also just the, whole, the whole thing, trusting your intuition. It's like, you no, know, you have to think things through. Yeah. That you're just, you can't just go on your gut feeling. And it's like, why not? Because usually that's right. Yes, yes, exactly. You know? And then we reason ourselves out of it. <laughs> so, so you know, I think we've come to not value the things that Pisces represents. Yes, yeah. So some of those might be the emptying out, uh, taking apart, falling apart, disintegration, which sometimes is what needs to happen for something new to arise, right? Uh <laughs> Right now is a good example. Yeah, exactly. Pulling things apart through doubt, building things back up through faith, um, and not one is to be understood as better than the other. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, it's like you walk into um, an experience that's like fog, the dissolution or the disintegration, all of that is a kind of a Piscean (laughs) vibe, Um, but it that letting go um how else do you move forward with change well i think this is also about <coughs> the whole idea of i guess which comes from comes from india of of maya maya being the 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 illusion do do continue, Jill, while your co-host <laughs> chokes herself to death. <laughs> Maybe, water? yeah. I okay. Yeah. Now I'm going to sneeze. Uh, yeah. So we have that, <coughs> we have the illusion of reality, basically. Yes. I mean, you know, what we perceive as reality is is basically frequencies. Yes. Yeah. Organized to appear solid or whatever. Yeah. But everything is energy, not. Yeah. Nothing solid. actually is concrete. Yeah. So which. So it's you know it's yeah. trying to embrace kind of the illusion of that, uh, but not getting lost in it. Yes. And and I think and that, that is the that belief in you know in spiritual yeah dimension. Yeah, because that's what that energy is. It's beyond our comprehension. Yeah, right. It is, uh, and comprehension is you know sort of the flip of the you know like Pisces, Virgo, or oh, Jupiter absolutely. or yeah. Sag, Gemini. Um, it is not the world of the mind and you know like so we have uh, Mercury, which is exalted and rules Virgo is completely out to lunch in Pisces, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing, even though, no, you know, some of us struggle with see, it. It can see but it's good. We exactly. That we need to see. <clears throat> that we need to see. But are not easily expressed in Pisces because they're not, they're not able to define them. So... <laughs> Because that's what the whole mind thing is, is finding definitions um, and pinning things down. 
And Pisces is not about that. Pisces is seeing beyond that to something that is, well, it's poetry, it's, it's music. There, yeah, exactly, exactly. There's the, there's the Venus piece. You've hit on that. Just before the show, we were, yeah, we were struggling, or I was struggling, not you. I was struggling with, so we've got Venus is exalted here. And I can, I can fully come on board with Venus in her rulerships, you know, the intellectual, uh, fair, and aesthetic sensibility of Libra, and the concrete, embodied enjoyment and luxury, yeah, of Venus ruling Taurus. And then you get to Pisces, and you're like, well... How do we separate that out from those other two? But no, it's taking those to a new level. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's bringing in the beauty of that Venus represents. The, and the love and beauty is not, you know, the I love you, I, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not personal. It is, it's, yeah. It is the love of, of all of creation. <clears throat> It is, yeah, right? and it and, and it's probably literally um, the energetic of it. Yeah, it's pure. whereas the other two um, signs that it rules, that's when it comes into form. This is just the pure nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that's what that's about. It's love and beauty at its yeah, energetic, it's pure, rich. angelic essence. You know, yeah, the essence yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. As, as the modern ruler of Pisces is Neptune. Neptune. Yeah. So you know we Neptune. had we had a very concretized Saturnian boundary, and then Uranus comes along and blows that out of the water. Um, <laughs> you know, and then by the time we come to the discovery of Neptune. Um, I suspect the this is the point at which, and you know, I can remember back in the '70s, this was always a thing that people would occasionally talk about that um, science would meet the mystic at the top of the mountain, right? And I, my suspicion is, is that's the function of Neptune, right? Where science and spirituality, like as in the Jupiter side of spirituality, actually yeah. meet at that moment where there is no division. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Neptune is, you know, also boundaryless. He's the, yeah. he's the Lord of the Oceans. Lord yeah. Of the ocean. um, <clears throat> yeah, but also there's that, um, in terms of, I lost my train. My train went <laughs> off the tracks. <laughs> okay, so there's Pisces, there's, well, I don't know if that's Neptune, That could. that's just Pisces. <laughs> Well, I do have Neptune close to my ascendant. Oh, oh, okay. I am a Neptunian. <laughs> <laughs> right now I'm doing, well, no, we're also doing Pluto, honey, right? We got Pluto squaring our ascendant, descendant. Uh, we do. We do. <laughs> and on my Mercury. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> well, anyway, we digress. We digress. <laughs> okay, so... Let's let let me just cruise through some of these other keywords. So we have, and this is associated with Venus, um, because she's rejoicing, um, naturally lifted on high, uh, divine discontent, discontent of romantic dissatisfaction, 
uh, burning and churning with the desire and rom- romantic ideation. So here's where you get your poets like Rumi, and um, I would even throw Leonard Cohen in here, um, you know, where they're, you know, you can create something in words that yeah. isn't actually concrete, which... The other, the other thing with hmm. Venus, um, the relationship to Pisces, is the myth itself. She was born out of the ocean. Right, yes, severed genitals. That and... image captured in the painting of her on the... Yeah, on the on, yeah. You know, so... That's right, that's right, I forgot about so that. I yeah. think that, you know, because... <clears throat> The myth is that, yes, talking about Uranus, uh, Saturn was overthrowing his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Popped off his genitals and the blood from that fell in the ocean and she was the was born of that. Exactly, she exactly. Was born of the ocean. So I think that... And that also speaks something to the whole Pisces coming into Aries, right? You know, where you've got, <clears throat> you know, Pisces being the swelling of the seed, um, in preparation for that outburst of errors. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it, it does fit very well with uh, yes. having her exaltation as you. Okay, so another way of putting it is redeeming light from the darkness. Um, okay, what else have I got here? Okay, so the other, okay, so let's go down some of the not so pleasant sides. Um, of. Well, the idea of sacrifice and martyrdom is, yes. is, yes. is, a, theme, yeah. is a theme that can be very strong with Pisces. That's true. And of course, it's associated with the the Christian religion. Yeah. Which the symbol for that is that fish thing. Yeah. So that's the age of Pisces. Pisces was basically beginning. Yes. Yeah. And so... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so um, and I just had a Piscean moment there too. Damn. <laughs> okay, so mob mentality. There's where I was going. So, you know, so when you add in the the Neptune piece to it, you get this moment where, and I've never personally experienced it. I I think it would I would not be a good day for me at all. Not even close. Um, but I know my husband has spoken about it where he was in Vancouver. Um, and I can't remember what the event was. It could have been, you know, our hockey team losing or something, the Stanley Cup or something like that. Anyway, he was on the streets, and he said it was palpable when it shifted into a riot. Like, energetically, you know, it just shifted. And, you know, you felt like in your bones almost, you know, like, we got to get out of here. This is going to get really dangerous. And I think that can be also that Piscean Neptune, um, because at a at a certain level, supposedly, never been, well, I can't say I've never been there. I had one moment, but I had a positive moment, um, you know, where all is embraced. All. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there's also the element of basically like hypnosis and Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A mass, a mass hypnosis type of thing. Right. That, and so would you, you wouldn't say that's Jupiter. You would say that's Neptune, right? Oh, yeah. That's a very Piscean thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, because it's the illusion yeah. taking over, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and also, um, <clears throat> yeah, the 
discovery of Neptune was at the time of the, the you know, there's a lot of, there's a spiritualist movement at yes. that time. Yes, yeah, the whole and seance and mesmerism yeah. and, yes, and, and, and hypnosis. hypnosis. Yeah, that kind of thing, mesmerism and that sort yeah. of thing. And where, photography, you know, where you capture something that... The creation of, a, of the illusion of a thing. Yes. You know, by yeah. taking... Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's a fascinating thing that well, it has, and it's definitely a double-edged. Oh, totally a double-edged sword. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see now. So the fish symbol we've talked about it. So one is downward. No. Um, let's see. No, which way does it go? One swimming upward and eastward. That's towards the light. One swimming westward and downward. Um, that's towards the dark, uh, and their tails are supposedly tied. So it mm -hmm. creates the spiral. That was the whole thing there. So one can either, with Pisces slash Neptune, you can either spiral up or spiral down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 either way. Yeah, and, and with the sensitivity, I think that. Yeah. That yeah, is, like. Um, <clears throat> what can happen because. Yeah. They're picking, you know, I, I, when I have clients who have, you know, very strong, you know, like Pisces rising or um, a lot of planets in Pisces or that kind of thing, mm -hmm. you know, it's like they're, they're almost too sensitive for this world. And yes, yeah. Per, the boundaries are permeable. I mean, too permeable. Exactly. And I think, I think the misconception people have with sensitivity, it's not, it's not the cancer sensitivity. No. No, because they lose themselves. Cancers they, do not lose themselves, yeah, right? Yeah, so you just, you just, you know, yeah. you hit them with hobnail boots and they're toast. But that's yeah. it. That's not Pisces. Yeah. No, and to have your sun in Pisces or Pisces rising, I think, very hard to discern where do I begin, begin and yeah. And you know. Yeah. And that's that's a tough place to be. Right? Yes. Or with Neptune angular. Yeah. Um, you pick up so much and you're not consciously aware of it no especially as children like, it's like a psychic sponge you're just yeah. soaking it up and you can get overwhelmed very yeah. easily yeah i yeah it's <clears throat> it is one of the things that if i you know if i'm looking at a child's chart i will definitely you know if there's a strong pisces element there or a strong neptune you know it's like hello be aware you know you don't want to be fighting around this kid <laughs> You know, and they need and they need time <clears throat> to retreat. Yes. Yeah. To connect with themselves because yeah. otherwise, other energies it, it creates such an interference that they can't find themselves in. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's, that's like I say. That's the the it makes it difficult to be in this world of yeah. You know, yeah. different bodies and stuff, different thoughts, different ideas and all that thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so one, one astrologer calls it like a spin cycle of hope and reaching and yearning and lusting, um, you know, but then, of course, it can spiral down the other way, you know, where it's like, yes, I'm out of here. I can't take this. Um, <clears throat> okay, so there is also the, the redeeming and the victim piece. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so this, I think, does fall more so under the purview of Jupiter, um, you know, the victim-rescuer thing, um, because, especially in this culture because of the whole uh, Christian backdrop, 
right? Yeah, you know? it's also tuning with the religious aspect of it do you think though i'm i'm thinking that neptune i would rather say neptune has more to do with what goes beyond religion whereas jupiter would be the codified um yeah but i think the guilt part of it and that stuff you don't think that's jupiter the judge no i think that feeling of guilt that feeling of oh okay okay i see where you're going yeah 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 yeah. Of not doing wrong, but being wrong. Yeah, whereas Jupiter will be, you know, this is the way, the truth, and the light, capital yeah, T or small yeah, I mean, T. or yeah, both, both have relevance, but yeah. I think it's a combination of those two. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, yeah, you're looking for somebody to come and rescue you, or you're looking to rescue others. You yeah, know, which I think is the more difficult. Every stray that's around or... <laughs> 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 I think the the rescuing probably is the more difficult one to wake up from, you know, because it implies that you do have the way, the truth, and the light. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah which is <clears throat> it's a, it's never fun when you're. I've actually been um, swept up for a moment by somebody who was going to try to do was going to save me, and it was a very very strange feeling. You know, and yeah. it, you know to step out from that hole. Yeah, yeah. that was ooh, that was kind of creepy, actually. You know, because yeah, the savior part of it has a stronger ego piece. Yeah, yeah. Right? The victim part, kind of. Yeah, they're just you know they're getting through life any way they can, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I, I can remember once uh, back in the day before uh, on, online dating uh, where you put, you know, little blurbs in the paper, single, you know, female, blah, blah, blah. You know? And I went for a coffee date and this guy, one of the first questions he had for me, he said, uh, so I come home and I pass out in the front lawn, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I'll probably just leave you there. <laughs> Well, I, Needless I I to just, say, we I didn't. Turn on the sprinklers, maybe. <laughs> uh, but I thought he was really, I, I kind of admired the fact that he was willing to actually just lay the cards on the table, right? You yeah. know? And yeah, I said, yeah, no, it was probably not me you want to be hanging out with. <laughs> you know? I'd start packing my bags, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, so the, the victim one definitely doesn't have the big ego. Totally, yeah. They're just getting by however they can. Again, you know, there, there can be cycles of that. There oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Periods where people fall into that. Oh, for you sure. Know, why does this happen to me? Or, yeah, well, you know, yeah, it, yeah, no, totally. It can also be a self-fulfilling prophecy type of yeah. thing where yeah. oh, bad, you know, bad luck always happens to me. I'm just... Yes, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so another element that goes with this Pisces thing is glamour. And I love the glamour side, although, um, like in the sense that, um, well, this this goes with magic actually, um, uh, you know, sort of the Wizard of Oz piece, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. My youngest daughter with her Pisces ascendant and Neptune on the midheaven. Oh, when, when she was little, she always wanted to be like a movie star. Yeah. Oh, ah, 
right? So she wanted to be able to hide, but wanted the glamour part. Of right, it. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Both sides of that Pisces Neptune thing of. Yeah, yeah. I love the glamour idea, but ooh, let me hide somewhere. <laughs> And, and when somebody sort of embraces the whole, um, what would that be? I don't know, energetic quality of glamour. Um, it, you know, they can, they can throw it over you in such a way that you buy it hook, line, and sinker. And then when they withdraw it, it's like, what it's happened the, there? It's part of the whole illusion aspect. Yeah, of yeah. And, yeah. And yet, you know, in... In, in deep spiritual practice, supposedly, um, you know, this is all an illusion, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so, of course, the cynical uh, moon and Capricorn always goes, and the point would be? When you do that. <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> anyway, so we have glamour, we have release, we have altruism um you know and there can be just that basic sense of compassion and empathy which you know for your average functional piscean person they are such a gift in the world um yes. you know because they can you can feel seen when piscean energy is working really well which yeah. is a huge gift huge gift yeah. Yeah, it's, it's 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 just that I think it is probably one of the more difficult signs, but it also has you know like has the greatest rewards in a sense. Yeah, yeah. The greatest gifts <clears throat> to offer. Yeah, but they don't come easily in just because of the way our society is. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've let all. we've let go of that mythic um, uh, wonderment. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Children have it. Children yes. Have it. Yeah. Children have it. Actually, that was that was something I was telling uh, one of my study victims uh, in my solar revolution study, who uh, is a regular meditator, has a meditation group that she belongs to, and they do world meditation and all the rest of this. And I got we got talking about it here the other day, and I said, "Find a baby." right now and look in his eyes or her eyes right because they are still connected right you know yeah. they haven't lost that and then i and got yeah. thinking about it i said in, or, or find a belly lay, lay on a belly <laughs> you know because apparently um you know the 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 consciousness doesn't necessarily have to be fully embodied while you're in utero it only has to be there at the moment of conception and obviously you know at the moment you're delivered but in between it still can drift oh yeah yeah but, so yeah but you also have to get the baby really really quick because yes no you start, start unlearning right away <laughs> well yeah depending on the parents yeah no yeah. that's true that's true okay so well let's um yeah, let's look at some charts. We have some charts to look at of people who have, um, and the. I think I'm going to actually start with. Um, bum, ba, dum, 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 where are we here? Oh no! Before I can do that, oh, oh, I did that totally wrong. 
totally wrong, totally wrong. Okay, let's just go here. So one of the ones <clears throat> that I picked, which I thought was, you know, just in some ways, uh, way too accurate for um, what's possible within the context of uh, the current times that we are in, uh, was somebody who was born during the last time um, Jupiter and Neptune got together in Pisces. And this, of course, was 1856. And who did we have? We had Sigmund Freud, the founder of modern day psychology. And look at that. He has Jupiter and Neptune conjunct in Pisces when he was born. Yeah. And and so if we think about the revolution of, I mean, prior to his um, and, um, you know, other, obviously, he wasn't the only one that was in that field. Um, Who was the other really famous one that came up with archetypes? Freud and, and neither one of us could remember anyway. (laughs) Well, yes, Jupiter also squares Saturn, which is interesting. Yes, yes. Anyway, so we we had this moment where prior to the study that was happening during this, or, you know, that came out of this period of time and the people that were born and took this stuff forward, um, you know, mental illness was just something that was put into sanatoriums and, yeah, Um and so yeah. we had a we had a revolution in understanding human consciousness, which would be again almost a Piscean thing. I mean, they still science still doesn't truly understand what consciousness is, but we're definitely getting more familiar with it. So we could think yeah. that at this yeah, juncture, not, some of his theories were not. No, they good. weren't all. No, I'm not saying he's the way the truth. Harm, did more harm than good. <laughs> well, there there are those that would say that. Yes. Um, that he's got moon squaring Neptune and Saturn squaring Jupiter. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And Scorpio rising, right? So, of course, he saw everything as a sexual fantasy or something. <clears throat> but anyway, <laughs> but what I'm trying to get at here is that we have this opportunity for the understanding of consciousness to go up another level again, like it did coming out of. The period that he was born into yeah. yeah yeah and interesting too that his scorpio ascendant is the midpoint for his pluto sun oh yes 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 he, he was very i mean you know you can see where his theory comes from yes all that scorpio plutonian energy yeah you know, um, the sex and the, you know, I mean, all of that stuff that he throws in there. It's like, you look at his chart, it's like, yeah, okay. Young, <laughs> that was his other, the other guy, Young, Freud and Young. Oh, God, can't believe I forgot the other guy's name. Yeah. Uh, yes, but, yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I remember taking a, psych, a course in psychology where we looked at all the different schools of psychology. Of course, I was into astrology at the time. And, you know, I, I, I was very well, well aware that you could look at the chart for Freud and for Jung and for Adler and you could see exactly where their theories come from. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I'll give you astrology and you can keep your psychology. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, well there is that. Yeah, yeah. A lot more really if you're open to it. (laughs) Yes, yes. 
So we could expect, given the current conditions, that another level of understanding comes out of this um, period of time in terms of consciousness. So the, the next chart that I have is Dr. Phil, who hit the you know American airwaves, I don't know how long ago, um, who actually brought you know the counseling office out of the office tower and put it in your living room which was interesting. Um, and, you know, he was able to pull it off, I think, because he had a Pisces ascendant with Jupiter in Pisces. Uh, and so sort of that um, um, container piece, building the container. Now, however, you know, I mean, he he's human, and so he probably doesn't do it perfectly or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, but he was able to pull it off, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that that quality, when it's especially when it's rising, right? Um, you know, there is that feeling that oh, I can talk to this person. Yeah, mm. yeah. Of course, he has Sun or Venus Pluto, so he he usually yeah. picked you know guests that were definitely yeah, square, entering. Squaring his Mars. <clears throat> yeah, his the Mars Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, he did. He, you know, I mean, the things that he brought to light out on his show, whether he handled them right or not, um, definitely took stuff out of the closet and, uh, yeah, put it out there for all of us to have a gander at. And then, of course, there is some judgment, Jupiter uh, ruling that uh, Sag Midheaven. Um, yeah. You know, what are we all going to make of it? Yeah. 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 Okay. And yeah. The next chart uh, is Kathy Jones. Now, I don't know if you recognize the name. Um, yeah. yeah, she was from, what was that comedy show called anyway? 22 Minutes. Or yeah, This Hour Has 22 Minutes, yes. Um, and so, you know, I read a little bit of her bio. She came from a heck of a background, like not easy background. She's got, you know, Mars opposite Saturn, Taurus to... Uh, Scorpio, and so, you know, a difficult um, scenario, but obviously was able to figure out a way to hide and, you know, make it through her childhood. Um, and her character, though, when you think about her character, uh, just goofing around. <laughs> yeah, that was one of her classic sayings, and she's got Venus in Pisces with Mercury in Pisces. Um yeah, on that ascendant. And she was just this amazingly lovable character that she created in her comedy. Well, I think the other thing with Pisces is there's a chameleon-like Yes, quality, yeah. Right, yeah. because they have that adaptability and that very pliability of water that they can, you know, form to the container kind of thing. You know, what do you need me to be? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, having this kind of circuitry, you know, if you want to get into the illusional businesses, which there are lots of them, um, yeah, it's going to serve you quite well. So this next one, we're going to, if we have time, we'll come back. This is, um, again, another television personality who, unfortunately, I mean, um, this is a Brazilian 
he Never was <laughs> no because he was popular in Brazil. He's from Sao Paulo. Uh, had a soap opera TV show for many years until one day on set, because uh, I guess the set was next to this really big river in Sao Paulo, um, he decided to go for a swim. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, he drowned. Um, yeah, in sort of at the, I don't know if it was the height of his career or not. But um, And what was interesting about it, again, like Kathy Jones had Venus... Um, in Pisces, on the Ascendant, with the sun as well. Um, uh, you know, so he was the star of the show. Um, mm. But he had Jupiter hiding out there in the 12th house, and he had Mercury um, conjunct Saturn. And Saturn likes to be in Aquarius, obviously it rules it. It likes being in the 12th house, it's okay with that. But my suspicion is, is the, the Jupiter component would have made him overconfident about what he knew Mercury Saturn <laughs> and you know sort of went oops oh I guess I'm wow, drowning Jupiter's opposite Uranus so it's yes be the surprise <laughs> much spontaneity there yeah but he's, but he's also got the uh, I mean he's got a Sun Chiron conjunction in yeah the, and, and he's got the trine of, of Venus to Neptune which is going to give him the the glamour aspect. Oh, totally, totally. I imagine, a yeah. A lot of water. No wonder he drowned. <laughs> exactly. Well, <laughs> and and here's an ancient signification that I wasn't aware of. Um, Saturn was associated with the ocean. Yeah. Sorry. So Saturn was associated back in Hellenistic days. It was associated with water. And, oh, okay. Yeah, and drowning by water in particular, mm -hmm. which makes me a little nervous because I have Saturn and Scorpio, and I do go out on boats occasionally. <laughs> Mars okay. conjunct the south node too in Aquarius. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, I suspect there was a cocky mental, and well, he, he would have had a sharp mind, but ugh, with Jupiter there, overconfidence, right? Well, but a lot of 12th house stuff yeah. as well. Yeah, self-undoing, yeah. I mean, that's the natural area for Pisces, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of, even though it's Aquarius energy, it's in a watery house. So yeah. you got a whole lot of water. <laughs> a whole lot of water, yeah, lot. yeah, yeah. And, and the opposition is Sun opposite Pluto. Yeah, yeah. Sun Chiron opposite Pluto, so yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting, yeah, but I suspect in terms of of his presence on in this show, you know, yeah, it would have worked really well. So here we have uh, a more uh, public version of Pisces. Uh, this is Lady Gaga. Uh, she has Gemini rising. Uh, she has Jupiter and Mercury in Pisces up on the tenth house with the MC. Um, and, uh, you know, she made it, she makes it a point, I don't know if she still is, of doing, you know, having to present herself in public every time in something different, right? In terms of the glamour and the fashion and, um, yeah, it's just, it's like her signature trademark or whatever to do that. And Mercury squaring Uranus, I think she likes to shock. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then you've got the trine of that 
Jupiter to her moon Pluto. In yes, in Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah. Well, and her characterization, uh, like she has, you know, um, you know, she's sort of an all-round performer almost, right? In the sense that she's made the transition from singing to acting. And, uh, you know, I just recently saw her in um, the movie uh, Gucci, House of Gucci, which I was incredibly happy, never really got much play time in the Oscars and stuff. Oh, not because her and... Um, Adam Driver, they played the two lead roles that they didn't do a good job. They did an excellent job. It's just they were really nasty people. And why you'd yeah. want to make a movie about really nasty people. <laughs> anyway. But, uh, Jupiter is, is squaring Saturn and Chiron, right? You got a yeah. T-square. Yeah. She's had um, uh, immense physical um, stuff to get over. You know, like, yeah. yeah, she's had, I think she broke her back or something and uh, has. There's some Mars Neptune conjunct in her eighth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that and that's that's probably the whole bone thing. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, difficult, um, a lot of pain, apparently. Lots of pain. Yeah. 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 Saturn being the sixth. Yeah. In yes. Yeah, in your system, definitely in the sixth. Yeah. You know, we <clears throat> we talked just before the show about possibly taking a foray into some medical astrology, but yeah, I don't know if we'll even try that just because it's a tricky subject. And unless you've actually spent some time in it, it might be difficult to wax eloquently about it at all. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we could do some very basic stuff but yeah you know, yeah yeah even if if like you say with the basic stuff we just go through what everything rules and so well, the, the signs and the, and the planets as well as their relationships and yeah that yeah happens. so it, if we're if we're looking at pisces as transcendent <clears throat> and heading in that direction why does it rule the feet because <laughs> it does <laughs> The rules of feet. Yeah, that's our. That's what we stand on. That's that's our understanding. Okay. It's our foundation, and our foundation is meant to be spiritual. Ah, okay, 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 okay. That would be my my take on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see where you're going with that. <clears throat> hmm. Very odd, very odd, though. <laughs> but it does make sense. I mean, you you know, you start with Aries as the head, and and we have two of them, and it's a dual sign. <laughs> That's true. That is true. And ha yeah. having done reflexology, I know that we have all these points that affect the whole body. Oh yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, all yeah. those nerve endings in the feet. Yeah, that is Aries. correct. So yeah. Very yeah. Yeah, and it's energetically, it's, you know, how you are rooted into the physical world. So, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. If you take Pisces and you try to bring it into some sort of concrete form, yeah, yeah. The feet would be the only way you'd keep it there. <laughs> They're the last to emerge from the womb, too. That's true, that's true. In the, yeah, it's like, no, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't. You know, unless you get a breach burst, but 
Yeah. In most <laughs> That's true. Um, that's true. Oh, and us. and speaking of birth, so um, I know a woman um, through my quilting scenario who for her entire nursing career worked in obstetrics. And yeah, so I was asking her about how accurate the birth times are that are recorded. And I got a shocking answer. She said, oh, they are accurate. And the reason why is there is a series of tests that they perform on newborns um, that sort of um, confirm that there's nothing amiss going on. And yeah, so... And so they they have to have they have you know as soon as the body has been fully expelled from the birth canal they note the time because within one minute they there's this and she had you know a bunch of acronyms of course I didn't know what they meant but Apgar. Uh, uh, Apgar. Yeah, yeah. And so there's and the, there's one at one minute and one at five minutes. And so they have to have a, an accurate birth time in order to ensure that those are done at the right time to ensure that, you know, we've got a reasonably healthy child coming into well, the world. And that's probably more true now than it would have been. Yeah, you know, yeah, when back when. That's true. That's true. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, so that was that was know, good think, to know. You know and and then the other yeah. thing I asked her about, I said, um, so, uh, you know, how close together can twins be? And she said, well, that, that is, you know, our, has a huge variety. And, and here's a part, of course, I never had any children, so I don't know anything about this. But um, she said sometimes, um, you know, they can follow one after another, but typically not because you have to stimulate the uterus to start contractions again yeah you know because it it's done it and it's like well i'm done (laughs) you know but 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 there's another baby (laughs) so i can't imagine if you have like three or four you know this uterus is like (laughs) tired yeah Yeah. so she said sometimes labor for nothing yeah no exactly um she said typically hospitals now will um you know, do twins in the OR just in case, you know, she's, they, you know, they will attempt to just let it happen naturally, but um, it's not uncommon for the second one to have to be delivered by C-section. So, Mm. yeah. Um, And, you know, so there can be upwards of a half hour between birth number one and birth number two. Oh, yeah, I know. I've I've heard of it, you know, for some time, sometimes even longer. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm sure nature would do it it's just that you know yeah like, well and the it, other thing is is we you know medicalized the yes whole yes exactly and and very no one gets to like stand and squat which just makes way more sense to me absolutely absolutely yeah yeah no. like why not let gravity help you out here this is yeah 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 but we have to remember too that you know 100 years 150 years ago half the women died in labor and half the children died afterwards yeah so there is a reason why there's a lot of us on the planet now (laughs) okay i i think we've managed to gobble up an hour yay we did we did so jupiter neptune currently faith to transcendence uh morality precepts codified beliefs and the truth 
the possibility of the infinite, the unknown and unknowable. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah. Also, to me, this Jupiter Neptune can be the lifting of a veil. Yes. Yeah. You know, because I think there's a lot of stuff that's kept from us and hidden and that Jupiter wants the truth and you know I think there's going to be all kinds of revelations and well yeah and and that's already been occurring you know for sure <laughs> yeah 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 and that will continue and it will continue until Neptune so what will be interesting is how quickly we move away from what has been revealed and hopefully released when Neptune hits Aries, right? You know, because there will be this speeding up, I suspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah that happens very quickly. Yeah. Hey, we get Jupiter going into Aries. Yes, we get the Jupiter part, exactly. We get the preview of when Neptune is going to do it in, I think, 2025. Yeah. I mean, it dips its toe back into Pisces, but... Only just briefly, yeah. Not as far as uh, conjuncting with Neptune again. So. No, no, there was there is just this one off. Yeah. Okay, we are down to 40 minutes, so I think I best sign off here, and we will see you next week, and we are going to talk about all things fortunate, in particular, the part of fortune. Bye-bye, Jill. <laughs> yep. In the meantime, you have been listening to CJMP 90.1 FM, Powell Rivers Community Radio Station, which is in the Cathet region. And I should be saying that. Talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye.